Thank you for joining us on the Beacon of Hope podcast. This is Pastor Manning. I'm glad you could be with us. This is the 11th episode in our series, 316s of the New Testament. And today brings us to Philippians 3, verse 16. Let me read that verse to you. It says, Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. This saying of attaining here, obviously the word attain means something that we have um received that we have uh, we have accomplished that we have gotten to in other words uh, maybe if we were hiking and taking a three mile hike and we got to the first mile marker on that journey we could say uh, I've attained to the first mile and then when you get to the second mile marker on that particular walk you would say I have attained unto that second mile in other words here's something I have here's something I've done I've accomplished. That verse, verse 16 of Philippians chapter 3, says, Nevertheless, where to we have attained already, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. The word nevertheless tells you that it's referring back to something which has just recently, previously been discussed or covered. And that thing which had been discussed or covered is in verse 13, he said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Now, the word apprehended means that he's fully arrived. He said, uh, the apostle Paul, by the Spirit of God, said, I've not fully arrived. I am not at a place in my spiritual life where I have nothing else to learn or nothing else to gain or nothing else uh, wherein I need to grow. He said, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, he said, now I haven't got everything where it ought to be, but he said, I do this one thing, forgetting those things which are behind, those, those uh, sins, those, uh, those failures, and also those successes. In other words, forgetting them, and you understand the context if you read this chapter, forgetting to the point where you're not satisfied to settle on them. In other words, you're not going to live in the past when it comes to your wrongs. You're not going to live in the past when it comes to your failures and just say, oh, well, that's what I've done. So that's what I am. And that's what I have to be. And also not living in the past when it comes to your success and your walk with God. In other words, um, uh, 20 years ago, you witnessed to one person. Therefore, you think you are still a soul winner. You, you're not living in your past accomplishments, nor are you wallowing in your past failures. It says, brethren, I count not myself to apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He said, I'm not going to dwell on the past, but I'm going to keep pressing forward. In other words, I'm going to keep putting forth an effort. I'm going to keep putting forth what it takes to grow. I'm going to keep being active in my own life and not become passive in my own life. And I'm going to allow myself to keep growing in the Lord and going forward with that. And then when it comes down to verse uh, 16, after having, uh, after having uh, exhorted for those who are like-minded, those who are uh, full in Christ or perfect, they're mature, they're complete in Christ. He comes down in verse 16, he said, nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, the we there being people who've grown in Christ, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. In other words, use that point to which you have grown to be a point of fellowship with those who have also grown. In other words, 
and you get together with brothers and sisters in Christ, don't be looking for points of controversy. Now, things will come up, and because we live in a day and a time when so much is labeled Christianity that doesn't bear any resemblance in its living and in its actions, it bears no resemblance to what we see in the Bible to be Christianity, because of that, you will have some controversies with those who are called your Christian brothers or sisters. In other words, you won't be able to closely fellowship with everybody who calls herself a Christian. Not that you're mean to them, not that you shun them, but you, you're not going to be able to have cr- uh, close fellowship. Um, the, uh, the other day I was speaking with a man and he was telling me about the good, the good uh, group of conservative Christians he had been with that weekend and how they had had such a good time of fellowship at a winery. So here you had a bunch of good conservative Christians, according to him. In other words, mostly what binds that group is a like-mindedness in political view. And he thinks that a conservative like-mindedness in political view somehow makes them good conservative Christians. But they're meeting for their fellowship at a booze place. And wine is a mocker. And strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. And these people are deceived thereby. Um, These things are called spirits. Why? Because there's something attached to them. And yet... He just didn't bat an eye with that, and we didn't have a lengthy conversation because <clears throat> that's there's no point of fellowship in that. However, when I meet with somebody who does believe Christ, and I'm not saying that man is not a believer in Christ, but I'm saying someone who is trying to grow in the Bible, knows it's the Word of God, wants to order their life according to the Scripture, believes that God's a holy God and that uh, he wants to work through us and and have his holiness manifested as love as it comes through us. Well, when you're with somebody like that, then what this says, we are, as we've attained, as much as we've learned, let's learn, let's use what we've learned not to bludgeon other people, not to, not to berate other people, not to have a superior attitude, attitude, attitude. I like that. That's a new word. It's an attitude toward. It's an attitude. Um, but let's not have a let's not have a superior attitude toward uh, people. But let's use what we've learned and what they've learned and what we have in common as a point of fellowship. Many Christian brothers or sisters around our town that I have a. Uh, either a, a friendship uh, of sorts or uh, at least an acquaintanceship that has a kindness to it. There are ones I've been able to encourage in their witnessing. I've been able to help with different things from the Scripture. And when I'm talking to them, I know because of some things they believe, at any point I could go to certain things and start all kinds of controversy. Now, <laughs> I wouldn't attend the same church they would because I'm not going in the same direction in some major things. And if they came to the church I pastor they would hear some things which they with which they would disagree. But as far as a brother and sister in Christ, we can walk according to the same rule. We believe the Bible's true. We believe Jesus is the Son of God. We believe that we ought to live a life uh, that is pleasing unto God. We believe we ought to be a witness to other people. We believe that we should be learning how to live more in the Spirit and less in the flesh. These are areas where we've attained to. Not we've apprehended, but we've learned some things. Use what you've learned to be able to walk together with those who are also trying to learn 
to follow Christ. And don't use what you learn or what you think you've learned. Do not use it as a tool to harm other people. As it says in the book of Psalms, Selah, which means think about this. I hope you have a great day. May the Lord bless you.